morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Yeah, so we're worshiping, speaking that, you know, we come in the name of Jesus. Two or more gather. He is present here. We come and honor the anointing of God that's upon you. This was all coming as we're worshiping in Jesus' name. Amen. We do not come here to follow man, but Jesus Christ, our Holy Spirit. Thank you for your anointing on Elijah. Thank you for that was God placing the dreams and visions and anointing on your life. And we honor that with expectation this year for breakthroughs yes. and building in Jesus' Hallelujah. name. Hallelujah. It's God's deal. Amen. You are being faithful, brother. I thank God. You. you are being faithful. First thing when I woke up, just keep going. Amen. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you. The opposite, but we know breakthroughs right here. Just keep faith, brother. Amen. I receive. Praise God. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Glory. Well, I'm fired up. <laughs> Catherine's fired up. Amen. Praise God. Who's fired up this morning? Is anybody else fired up? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, good morning on Facebook. Thank you for joining us all around the world. We love you guys. I want to give a shout out to Pastor Pito Nyando in Magori, Kenya with Springs of Relief uh, Ministries out there. And we support them and um, we're praying for you this year, 2020, the year of great exchange and great change and the year of supernatural increase for you and your orphanage and your ministries out there and all you put your hand to. So thank you for tuning in and being a part of us here. I know you were out here and you actually spoke here one year. <laughs> so um, thank you. We bless you and we bless your trips to the U.S. this year again. Amen. Shall we pray? Can we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. We thank you, Lord, that your word goes forth unchecked and unhindered, that you give us breakthrough revelation today, uh, that our lives will be changed through it forever, that it will impact our lives from here on out, that one word from heaven received can change our lives forever. And Father, we thank you for that spirit, that fresh spirit of wisdom and revelation. Holy Spirit, have free course. Speak to every heart here today, every mind, every soul, every body, in the sound of my voice and over the internet. We bless them in Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen, amen. amen. We'd like to just give you a chance to sow into the offering today before we begin. So just give us your name and information, and we're working on year-end giving statements now, so you'll have those soon. Praise God forevermore. You can also sow into our ministry online at ElishaMarkMinistries.com, and there's a place to give there as well. Amen. How many people know the sower is blessed in his doing? Amen. Amen. So the message, of, the title of this message today is Tithing the Tithe. Tithing the Tithe. And the Lord put this in my heart, especially um, principles that govern the tithe and how to properly tithe the tithe. So um, I'd like to have done more research than I had done this week on it. So uh, praise God that it'll continue. Amen. And that revelation will keep coming in. But just believe with me that revelation comes out because there's huge principles in tithing. Amen. And in the tithe that bless us as Christians. So praise God and believe with me uh, for this service today and the services hereafter. Amen. Tithing will change your life. I guarantee it. I know it changed mine in 2003, and it's kept on changing my life ever since. Praise God. So, hallelujah. And go with me to Deuteronomy 14, if we will. We'll start right here and just read some scriptures on the time. Deuteronomy 14 and Deuteronomy chapter 26. Deuteronomy chapters 14, Deuteronomy chapter 26, and Malachi 3 we'll look at today. And this is called Tithing the Tithe. 
tithing principles are outlined in Deuteronomy. The first tither we have uh, record of is Abraham. And how many people know that Paul called us uh, the seed of Abraham, amen, in Christ Jesus. That Abraham was our father of faith, amen. And our father tithes. And he was blessed with 318 trained servants, it says, um, employees, men and women of war who knew how to fight as well. Praise God for employees who know how to fight as well. Praise God. And it says, the Bible says in, um, in Genesis 13, 2, that Abram was very rich. Say very rich. He was a tither in cattle, silver, and in gold. So cattle, silver, and in gold. Um, it doesn't say that about Lot, however. Lot was not a tither. Um, it, says, it says Lot expanded and he was blessed because he was under faithful Abraham who was a tither. But we don't see record of Lot tithing and the Bible doesn't attribute any gold or any silver to Lot. And I believe that's why because we have no record of him tithing. But we do have record of Abraham tithing. So praise God, gold and silver should come with the tithe. Amen? So tithing the tithe. Amen. Um, Deuteronomy 14, verse 22, and we'll start right here. You shall truly tithe, and that word tithe in Hebrew literally means 10% or the tenth. Literally in Hebrew, the tenth, which is 10 cents on every dollar, belongs to God. Amen? You shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produces year by year. So whatever your business, whatever you're putting your hand to, whatever comes into your possession, the tenth goes to God every single year. Amen? The field produces year by year, and you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place. So get this, this is a key to tithing the tithe. In the place where he chooses. Say God chooses. God chooses. So say with me, the tithe belongs to God. The tithe belongs to God. And he chooses where I should pay him. Amen. So that's one key to tithing. Probably the first key is where God chooses to make his name abide there. So always tithe where God says for you to tithe. Amen. Where you're getting fed, where his storehouse is. And you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where he chooses to make his name abide. The tithe of your grain and your new wine and your oil See, people often think that money is the only form of tithing, but it's not. Uh, the, the first of everything belongs to God. Actually, everything to begin with belongs to God. And we're just good stewards on the earth. And the better steward and manager of, of stuff you are, the more you'll increase and the more God will entrust you with stuff. Amen? But we're stewards and everything initially belongs to God anyway. Amen? So say it with me, it's all God's. It's all God's. And, I'm just a good and I'm just a good steward. So say the tithe is yours, God. The tithe is yours, God. Because you said it is. Because you said it is. And that's my part to come into covenant agreement with you. You gave the tithe for my benefit. Since it's all yours anyway. <laughs> Amen. The tithe of the grain in your new wine and your oil of the firstborn of your herd. So this is the first of everything. Amen. So if you go out and buy 10 new dresses today, one of those belongs to God. Amen. If someone blesses you with 10 puppies, one belongs to God. Amen. When you wake up in the morning, two hours and 40 minutes belong to God. That's not your time. That's your tithe. Amen. So two hours and 40 minutes of your day belong to him. Amen. Praise God. So there ought to be at least two hours and 40 minutes each day that we don't do anything for ourselves, but it's all designated to God and what he wants to do with us. Amen? Amen. 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 We're alive. We're awake. Amen. Praise God forevermore. How many of you slept in this morning? <laughs> I was up pretty early. I went to a prison ministry at a hometown buffet in Santa Ana this morning at 8 to go into our local prisons and preach the word. So Amen. praise God, the Lord is raising up a team and taking over the prisons. Amen. Yes. Amen. 
And it's a great ministry, uh, Gleaners it's called, is a great ministry that has gone on for, I believe it's 40 years now, um, in the local prisons of Orange County. So praise God, it's good to be a part of it. And if you have a calling to prison ministry, just uh, send me your information. Amen? Praise God forevermore. It's good to be able to give. Amen? Amen. And to go into all the world and preach the gospel. The tithe of your grain and the new wine and the oil, the firstborn of your herds and the flocks, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. So here we see tithing linked to honoring and fearing the Lord, and it builds reverence to God in your life. That you may learn. So tithing produces learning to fear the Lord your God always. Amen? Because you're tithing the first fruit of all your increase. Amen? You're learning to fear the Lord your God always. Amen. Every dollar that comes in, I just automatically like breathing like air, set aside 10 cents. Amen. No matter if it's a birthday card, some uh, money that comes into the kids, 10 cents is set aside. Amen. On every dollar that comes in. It's just natural. It's just like breathing to me. Amen. It's become that way through repetition. And now I'm learning and now they're learning to honor God with everything because it just keeps coming in. Amen. We live in an economic system, don't we? So honoring God and everything is honoring him with the first fruits of all say all 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 your increase but if the journey is too long for you so that you are not able to carry the tithe or if the place where the lord your god chooses to put his name is too far from you say you're getting fed online amen and for some people this is your home church um, online on facebook amen if the place where the lord your god chooses to put his name is too far from you when the lord your god has blessed you then you shall exchange it for money Take the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord your God chooses. There it is again. The tithe belongs to God, so he chooses where you should place it. And you shall spend that money for whatever your heart desires. These are your rewards through tithing. For oxen or sheep, for wine or similar drink, for whatever your heart desires, you shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice. So part of tithing is rejoicing. Amen? And you and your household. So the tithe affects your whole household. Amen? Tithers' rights are rights and benefits for your whole household and generations after you. Amen? I praise God my parents set me up. Amen? Because they were tithers. Amen? They set me and my sister up. And I can attest to that. Amen? And we have grandparents that tithe. And they set them up. Amen? So tithing sets up your whole household. Amen? And future generations. It ain't just about you, amen? No, God's way bigger than that. God's way bigger than you, amen? It's about generations. God never called a person, he called a family, amen? He didn't just call Abraham, he called his whole family, amen? So everything God does is large, large, large and affects time forever, amen? Tithing will affect your generations forever after you. And you shall spend that money, okay, and rejoice. Part of the tithing is rejoicing. So again, this message is titled Tithing the Tithe. So this is part of tithing. The tithe is rejoicing before the Lord your God where he places his name for you to tithe. And in that place you should rejoice. Amen? That I get to bring my meat into the storehouse and bless you, Lord, with it, the first fruits of all my increase, which is all his already, and that he caused to come into my hands. Amen? Tithing, you may want to write this down, is a form of worship. Amen? It's not just about money. Amen? It affects every area of our lives. Tithing is an act of worship. So I always try to worship with my tithe before I get to church. Amen? I praise God with it. I hold it up to the Lord. I thank you for how good he is. And we'll see in Deuteronomy 26 words that we're supposed to speak over our tithe. Amen? 
in tithing the tithe. And I believe this message is really going to help people break through in every area of their life. Because the blessing is linked to the tithe. Amen? But you should properly know how to, how to tithe. Amen? Because there's principles the Word gives us on how to do it. Amen? Properly and in order with God's Word. Rejoice you and your household. So I should tithe with my kids as well. And they should see us tithe. Amen? Praise God for all God's given us. Amen, Olive? Praise God for everything He's blessed us with. Lord, we just give you back the first fruits of all our increase. We thank you that we're under your blessing canopy and that my whole household is blessed. Lord, I lift you up and I give you praises for everything you've brought into our lives. So that means every time you tithe, you're putting your whole self, your whole families in remembrance of how God good is. Amen. And that'll keep you motivated all the days of your life. Amen. Remembering how good God is. It's a testimony to him. Amen. Praise God for that special offering he ordained as his tithe. You and your household, you shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no part nor inheritance with you. And at the end, and now we go into the third year tithe. So I've just recently come to light on this, that there's a third year tithe. So I'm going to start this year on a third year tithe. Amen. So every third year, there's an additional tithe. Amen. An additional way to bless God. Amen. And then it says on the, and at the seventh year, there's another additional tithe for the poor. Amen. So I'd like to start doing that in, in this ministry. We've always been a tithing ministry, by the way. We've always given 10% to missions around the world, amen, where the Lord places his name there and where the Lord tells us to, amen, to support um, faithful ministries of integrity that have been around 30-plus years, amen? So praise God forevermore on that one. Okay. Um, and verse 28, and then we go into the third year tithe here. At the end of every third year, you shall bring out the tithe of your produce of that year and store it up within your gates, the third year tithe. And the Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, and the stranger and the fatherless or the orphans and the widows who are within your gates may come and eat and be satisfied. So this is to go to them, the third year tithe. Amen. To the homeless, the orphans, and the widows. Praise God that they may come and eat and be satisfied, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. The third year tithe is linked to the Lord blessing you in every work of your hand. Amen? Get that. Tithing is linked to the Lord blessing the work of your hand. Amen? Praise God. And go with me to Deuteron Deuteronomy 26. Is anyone getting something from this message already? Praise God. Deuteronomy 26. More instructions through Moses on tithing. And it's under the, the preface, Offerings and first fruits and Tithes. And it shall be, when you come into the land, say when. 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 So that's a guaranteed inheritance. Amen. Amen. <laughs> say, I'm not a millionaire, I'm a joiner. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. No man could put a dollar sign on you. Amen. Amen. We're God and heirs. Amen. <laughs> so this is part of our inheritance. Amen. When you come into the land, which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. So again, say, I'm an heir. I'm an heir. A joint heir with Christ. A joint heir with Christ. And you possess it. So you'll have to possess it and dwell in it. There's a lot of rich people without God who own homes who don't dwell in them. Amen. <laughs> but you'll get to dwell in yours. You'll get to possess it and you'll get to enjoy it. Amen. That you shall take some of the first of all the produce of the ground, or literally the tithe, the tenth, ten percent, which you shall bring from your land that the Lord your God is giving you. 
Notice again, you're putting him in remembrance or putting yourself in remembrance that everything comes from God. That God gave me everything I have now. God formed me. God made me. God gave me breath. He gave me the air that I breathe, the water that sustains my body, the food. Everything comes from God. Amen? Psalms 24 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the inhabitants, and all that dwell therein. Amen? You may want to get that psalm in your spirit. Amen? Because you're receiving from your Father who owns it all, not from man. Amen? God is your source of everything. Amen? And the tithe links you to the source of the universe. Amen? Tithing will link you to the creator of the universe who owns it all. Amen? The Bible says the cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. Amen? And if he finds you faithful in tithing, he'll bless you with more. But he'll start you with a tithe. And I don't believe the Lord will ever call anyone into full-time ministry without first training them in the laws of prosperity and tithing. Because you'll have to prove him faithful to serve him, amen? To branch out, amen? So that's the first area he always deals with every Christian, I believe, is in the tithe. Just like he dealt with Abraham when he called him, amen? The tithe was established so that the blessing could flow, amen? Say, the tithe establishes the blessing in my life. And the blessings flow freely throughout my whole household because I chose to be a tither like my father, faithful Abraham, who was very rich in cattle, silver, and in gold. Say, therefore, as a joint heir, I'm very rich because I'm a tither in cattle, silver, and in gold. Everything I put my hand to prospers me as a tither. Amen. Say, obedience brings blessings. And his word says he favors obedience above sacrifice. Amen. So if you do what the word says, you'll be blessed. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Say, tithing is a form for God to bless me through. Tithing blesses you. Amen. It's not for him because he owns it all. Right? He instituted the tithe for us. He just wants honor and to be first place in your life. Amen? And if you can't be faithful with that, which is least, Jesus said, with mammon, with money, the least, you won't be entrusted with that which is most. Get that money is least in the kingdom. Amen? The streets are made of gold. That's the streets people walk and drive on in the kingdom is made of gold. Amen? So if you can't be faithful with the tithe and what God says is least, he won't entrust you with what he says is most important. Amen? And that's usually the lives of others. Amen forevermore. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we'll read verse 1 again. And it shall be when you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and you possess it, you take it, you possess it, and you live in it, that you shall take some of the first of all the produce of your ground, which you shall bring from your land, whatever you put your hand to, that the Lord your God is giving you, and put it in a basket and go to the place, here it is again, to the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. You ought not to tithe to a dead church, amen? You ought to tithe where you're getting fed, where you're getting the word of God, amen? On a regular, consistent basis. The storehouse where meat is, amen? Where you're getting fed meat, not just milk, amen? 
the storehouse where he chooses to make his name abide. And you shall go to the one who is the priest in those days. Jesus, now in the New Testament, is our faithful and merciful high priest, the Bible says. Amen? So we tithe to Jesus himself. Amen? Jesus was a tither. Now we get to tithe back to him. Amen? He is our faithful and merciful high priest. So you're not tithing to me. You're not tithing to your pastor. You're not tithing to the ministry. You're not even tithing to your church. You're tithing to Jesus who presents it before your father as mediator and high priest. Amen? Say Jesus is the high priest of the church. Not man. So I present my tithes and my offerings to Jesus. And he ministers them to my father. See, I can't take your tithes to the Father, but Jesus can. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Praise God forevermore. So know that when you're tithing the tithe, that you're handing it into the hands of Jesus, not man. And he's faithful to perform his word. Amen? Yeah. How many of you know Jesus is faithful? Yeah. That's why the Bible calls him your faithful and merciful high priest. He is the high priest of the church. Amen. Praise God. Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand, Jesus, and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. Oh, sorry, verse 3 again. You shall go to the one who is priest in those days and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God, to the Lord, that I have come to the country which the Lord swore to my fathers to give me. Amen. So this should be part of your tithing confession as well. Amen. Because it's in the word. Thank you, Father, for taking me into my promised land that you promised to my father Abraham that I'm a joint heir of. I worship you with my tithes and offerings. Jesus, I place them into your hands to administer to my father, which is precious in his sight. It's an act of worship of the heart. Amen. If you make money an act of worship, it'll keep coming in. Amen. Don't go after money. Go after God. Amen. If God's your source, money will never be your problem. You shall go to the one who is priest in those days and say to him, Jesus, I declare today that you, God, that I have come to the country which the Lord, you, swore to my fathers to give me. Verse 4, Then the priest shall take the basket out of your hand, just like Jesus did from that boy's hands with the twelve, you know, the five fish and the two loaves, and turned it into twelve baskets. He took the baskets from that boy's hand and multiplied it, then gave him back 12 baskets in return. A form of his tithe. Amen? The first fruits. Jesus himself, your high priest, shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. Again, where he chooses to make his name abide. And you shall answer and say before the Lord your God, My father, Abraham, was a Syrian about to perish, and he went down to Egypt and dwelt there, few in number. And there he became a nation, great, mighty, and populous, in the enemy's territory, in Egypt. Get that, amen? Outside of the promised land, God blessed Abraham in Egypt, amen? In enemy territory, so to speak. God will always prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Amen? Few in number, and there he became a nation, great, mighty, and populous. But the Egyptians mistreated us. They afflicted us and laid hard bondage on us. So the opposite of hard bondage should be light and easy freedom. Amen? Which Jesus came to give us. Amen? He redeemed us from the curse of Egypt. He brought us out of Egypt from the curse of bondage. Amen? From hard bondage. 
He's the one who said, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There's no hard bondage in the kingdom, amen? There's no task mastery in the kingdom. You have a free will to willingly submit to him, amen? He'll never force you to tithe. He'll never force you to do anything he's called you to do, amen? You have a free will and you have to willingly submit to him to be blessed by him, amen? But there's no hard bondage with him. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. If he told you to do something, it's for your benefit, amen? Again, obedience brings blessings. And he takes more pleasure in your obedience than your sacrifice. Praise God forevermore. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And they laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction. And he's not a respecter of persons. And our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Say, the Lord brought them out of Egypt. The Lord brought them out of Egypt. They didn't bring themselves out of Egypt. The Lord brought them out of Egypt. Amen? With a mighty hand. Say, a mighty hand. A mighty hand. And with an outstretched arm. And there's Jesus' arm. I just see it when Peter was walking on the water, on the word. Jesus said, come. Oh, upon the storm, amen, on the wind and the waves. He said, come. And Peter was walking on water, to the, walking on the word, to the living word, Jesus, amen. On that word, come, amen. And he began to sink when he saw the circumstances boisterous with his natural eyes. He left the word, come, and he, start, he left the focus of come, Jesus' word, and focused on what he saw instead. If he would have remembered come, the word, he could care less about the storm. He would have just kept on walking. And Jesus wouldn't have had to reach his hand down to Peter and grab him. But that's how close Peter was to getting to Jesus on the water. He was with an arm's grasp. Because when he noticed the sea and the storm, then he started to sink, it said. And his unbelief caused him to drown. And, and Jesus was right there with his hand and grabbed him and picked him up. He was that close. Amen. Hallelujah. So don't quit until you get there. Amen? Amen. But even so, praise God that in his mercy, his mercy endures forever. He was still there to lift Peter right back up on the word. Amen. Amen. And Peter completed the word and he came to Jesus. Amen. Praise God. That's a parable of how he calls us. Amen. Calling us to Jesus, calling him to himself. Just keep walking on the word of God. Amen. And stay focused on the word, not the circumstances. Amen. And the word will perform what it says. Amen. What he says. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm with his word. Amen. With great terror and with signs and wonders. Why? Because signs and wonders always follow the word. He has brought us to this place and he has given us this land. Praise God. The Lord gave you where you live now. Amen. And he'll give you where you live next. Amen. It's the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our sight. Amen? And it comes with accompanying signs and wonders. One of the verses we've stood on and the Lord gave me in 2013 when we moved back here was Amos 9.13. Amen? And the Lord shall plant you on your own land. Yes. Plant you on your own land. And you'll never again be uprooted from the land that the Lord your God has given you, says the Lord of hosts. Amen? So praise God forevermore. It's the Lord's intent to plant every single one of us on our own land. And if you're in debt and if you don't own your house, it's still not your land. Amen. You're supposed to be living debt free. That's what we're supposed to get to. Amen. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where we start, but that should be the final product. Amen. Yeah. 
that we live debt-free lives, that we own the land, amen? And therefore, we can just mark up our territory. It's not bank-owned. We can just say, we own this land. The devil has no access now because it's your land and you're a Christian, amen? So that's God's intent is for you to own everything, amen? Not for someone else to own it and you to borrow it because the borrower is servant to the lender, the Bible says, amen? So, so praise God for ownership. That God wants me to own everything outright. Amen? He wants you to own your cars outright, your business outright, uh, your homes outright, your properties outright, your ministries outright. Amen? That's the God we serve, and that's the promise we have through faithful Abraham. Amen? The owner of the land. Amen? Ownership mentality. He brought us out from bondage. We were paying taxes like no other. Amen? We were paying interest like no other to some man. A bondservant, amen? No, he brought us out of that bondage, amen? And into the glorious light of Christ and liberty, amen? So he follows it with signs and wonders. He has brought us to this place, and he has given us this land. So believe God to give it to you, amen? Amen. Not by power or might, saith the Lord, but by my spirit, amen? How am I going to make it happen? How am I going to do it? How am I... It's not up to you to decide that. It's up to you to just stand on the word and trust him to work out the details, amen? Because he's giving you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. See, it's a good land, amen? Not a bad land, amen? And now, behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you, O Lord, have given me. Another part of our confession of tithing the tithe. I have brought you the first fruits of the land, Lord, which you have given me. Again, honoring God as the source and the creator of everything. It came from God. And every time you tithe, you're just putting yourself in remembrance of that again. And it's well-pleasing in His sight. Amen? To get credit for everything you have. Amen? Praise God. And the more credit you give to God for what you have, the more He'll give you stuff to give Him more credit for. Amen? Can anyone relate to that? Have you seen that in your own lives? Amen? Say, multiplied, multiplied, multiplied. Multiplied, multiplied, multiplied. This isn't a poverty gospel we're called to preach, amen? This is a prosperity gospel, amen? The good news is prosperity, life and life in full, John 10, 10. I have come to give you life and life more abundantly, amen? Whoever's preaching poverty ain't of God and they aren't of the word, amen? That's of the devil who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Prosperity is the gospel, amen? This book is about a king and his kingdom. A rich king and a rich ruler and a rich kingdom with rich kings and queens under him. Amen? There's no lack in him. And there's no lack in the word. Amen? Say, God's rich. And I'm a joint heir. No, let that get in your spirit. Amen? <laughs> I can't afford should never come out of your lips as a king and a queen on the earth. Never. I can't. No. God can afford anything. And you're a joint heir. Amen? Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen? I'm preaching to somebody. Amen? Amen. Just knocking off poverty doctrines and false thoughts and false beliefs and those little foxes that tried to steal your wealth and inheritance. The devil's trying to steal our inheritance through lies and deception, the only avenue he has. So if he can lie to you and get you and cause you to settle with less, he's got you. The number one word of Christianity is advance, forward. We're always advancing forward. We're never to be settling in a dry, dirty, old place, amen? We're supposed to be advancing so the world can see our advancement. Christianity is always advancing forward, amen? Never looking back, Paul said, this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind. So what? So that I may advance forward. 
We're always advancing. Say, I'm always advancing. Say, there's a new level for me this year in every area of my life. My finances, my health, and my family. And those are the three areas where the devil tries to come and steal, kill, and destroy his finances, health, and family. Because that's the curse. Amen? And he'll always try to bring you back into that bondage, the bondage of Egypt. But say, I'm free. And free indeed. Say, I'm coming in to a new level. Amen. And I believe he's already shown us signs and wonders and glimpses in our spirits of our promised land this year. So praise God for 2020 vision. Amen. And now behold, I have brought the first fruits of the land which you have given me, O Lord. Then you shall set it, get that, before the Lord your God. Not in a bucket, but before the Lord your God. So do this before you bring your money to the church or however you give. Set it before the Lord your God first and worship before the Lord your God with it. Notice these are instructions on tithing the tithe properly. And if we do it properly, well, we'll reap greater benefits. Amen? And behold, okay, praise God, and worship before the Lord your God with your tithe. So you shall rejoice in every good thing. Say every good thing. Every good thing. So no bad thing comes from that which is good. Amen? Yes. No bad thing comes from God who is good. Bad things come from Satan who is bad. Amen? Every bad thing comes from bad Satan. Every good thing comes from God good. Amen? Yes. God's not in charge of lack. He doesn't have any. God's not in charge of sickness. He doesn't have any. Amen? He will never teach you through Satan's stuff. He will only teach you through his. The word. The word is what he has. Amen? Praise God. <laughs> so many times I've heard people say, God brought this on me to teach me something. I'm learning through this sickness. Well, you can learn through it through the word, but you're not learning through being sick. Uh, you could have avoided being sick by having the word in the first place. Amen? <laughs> so in all you're getting, get understanding and get wisdom. It's the principal thing. Amen? You avoid many destructions. And, and many adversities in life were just shoring up in the word in the first place and attending to it daily. Praise God. So God is looking for a diligent people and tithing is the first way he'll prove you diligent. Then you shall set it before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. So you shall rejoice in every good thing which the Lord your God has given to you and your house. You and the Levite and the stranger who is among you. When you have finished laying aside all the tithe, so that's 10%, you can't break up your tithe and tithe 0.5 here and 0.5 there, 5% here, 5% there. The tithe is an all-inclusive 10%. And most people aren't reaping the benefits of the tithe because they've broken it up. And I've seen many ministries go under because they've broken up their tithe. Amen? So you ought to get this in full. It's 10%. Amen? I receive a check from the government for 100 bucks. 10 bucks goes to God. Amen? It's just natural. Amen? That's just his cut, his portion, to bless me back with. Amen? And to move his kingdom forward with. Praise God forevermore. Say, I'm a tither, and I'm rich. Amen. Okay. When you have finished laying aside all the tithe of your increase in the third year, again, now he goes into the third year of tithing, and have given it to the Levite, the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow, so that they may eat within your gates, that's the church, and be filled, then you shall say before the Lord your God, I have removed the holy tithe. Say holy tithe. Why is it holy? Because it belongs to him. Amen. So if you eat your tithe, uh, you just ate what was his. Amen. 
and he's not going to bless you with more until you bless him with what he says is his. I have removed the holy tithe from my house. It's yours, God. It's holy. I cannot touch it. That tree in the garden of good and evil was their tithe. And they ate that holy tithe and fell from grace. Amen. Then they started having to provide for themselves. So if you're toiling, check up on your tithing. Because God's your source through your tithe. Amen. It's a strong covenant established B.C. before the law. Through Abraham. Amen. And it works for us this day. And it worketh mightily. Amen. I'm blessed through my tithe. I don't have to worry how money's going to come in. I'm a tither. I don't care where it comes from. It just comes in. <laughs> it always comes in. I have not had a need unmet till I started tithing. From the time I started tithing. Amen. Not one need unmet. I don't know how it comes. Sometimes he impresses me and marvels me. Amen. And surprises me. And it happens a lot. Because I'm a tither. Amen. And if you're a tither, he's not a respecter of persons. But he's a respecter of obedience. And he's a respecter of faith. Amen. Praise him. Then you shall say before the Lord your God again a confession. I have removed the holy tithe from my house and also have given them to the Levite, the strangers, the fatherless, and the widow according to all your commandments which you have commanded me. I have not transgressed your commandments, nor have I forgotten them. I have not eaten any of it. They ate, that, they ate of that tree, didn't they? They ate of their tithe, Adam and Eve, didn't they? I have not eaten any of it. Don't eat your tithe, amen? Your money will stretch supernaturally through your tithing. Money just seems to go so much further through tithing. Amen? Giving him what's rightfully his, that 10%. Amen? I have not removed any of it for an unclean use. I have not spent any of your money on myself. I have not bought booze with it. I have not bought drugs with it. I have not spent it on bad food. I have not sown to my flesh with it. I haven't wasted it on movies and entertainment. That's the holy tithe, and I have not spent it on any unclean use, Father. Look at me. Honor me, because I'm honoring you. And that's covenant rights, amen? amen? That's a strong, powerful back pocket thing to have, amen? Is tithers' rights. Putting you into covenant with God. I have not removed any of it for any unclean use, nor given any of it for the dead. There's that verse that says, do not tithe the dead churches that aren't feeding you. Amen? The word of the living God. If the word's not in the church, it's a dead church. Amen? So take your tithe out of that church because it's not producing for you. Amen? And tithe where the word's being spoken. Amen? I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God and have done according to all you have commanded me. Now say this, look down from your holy habitation from heaven, Father, and bless your people Israel and the land which you have given us, just as you swore to our fathers, a land flowing with milk and honey. So you're saying through your tithe, Dad, look at me. I'm a tither. Look down upon your covenant that I've entered into with you. I put you in remembrance. When the pressure's on, Financially, I say, Father, look upon me. My household is a tithing household. Amen. Amen. And it's amazing how fast stuff clears up and blessings come in. When I put him in remembrance of my covenant that I've entered into with him. Amen. When sickness tries to come in, Father, I'm a tithing house. Amen. Devil, you're rebuked for my sake. Praise God. And let's just finish here in chapter 26. 
This day the Lord your God commands you to observe these statutes and judgments. Therefore you shall be careful to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul. Today you have proclaimed the Lord to be your God. Through what? Through tithing. Tithing's a representation that you belong to him and that he belongs to you. You have proclaimed the Lord to be your God through your money, through your tithing, and that you will walk in his ways and keep his statutes. Again, if you can't be faithful with money, you won't be faithful to him in anything. It starts with what you have. His commandments and his judgments and that you will obey his voice. Also today the Lord has proclaimed to you to be his special people. Just as he promised you that you should keep all his commandments and that he will set you high above all nations which he has made in praise, in name, and in honor. Get that, your name's going to be exalted through your tithing, amen? Your nation's going to be exalted through their tithing. I pray the government ties. I've been praying that President Trump mentions and speaks on the tithe. It'll change everything, amen? In May, he has made in praise, in name, and in honor. You get honor through tithing. And that you may be a holy people to the Lord your God, just as he has spoken. So say, tithing brings blessings. Say, I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. But tithing releases the blessing on my life. So you're not cursed if you don't tithe. Let's start with Galatians 3.13 before we end in Malachi. Will you turn with me to Galatians 3.13? Because we're under the New Testament, aren't we? We're under the New Covenant, aren't we? Amen? Written and signed, sealed, and delivered in His blood. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So that's forever established. You're forever redeemed from the curse whether you tithe or not. Amen? So tithing is not a debt I owe. It's a seed that I sow. Tithing has to be mixed with faith to produce. Amen? Because the Bible says without faith, it, without faith it's impossible to please Him. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And now go with me to Malachi 3 and we'll end with this. Amen? Is everyone getting something from this online? On tithing the tithe? I hope this changes or just something clicks. Amen? That blesses you more because God's always trying to bless us more. Amen? He's always trying to get blessings to us. He's not trying to take anything from you. Amen? Again, it's all His. It all belongs to Him anyway. So Malachi 3, and we'll end here, tithers writes, again, say it with me, tithe, the tithe is not a debt I owe, but it's a seed I sow. Will a man rob God? Malachi 3.8. But you have robbed me, and you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse. Well, now we know in Galatians we're redeemed from that curse. Amen? So whether we do something or don't do something doesn't determine whether you're cursed or not. Jesus settled that forever. Amen? You are forever redeemed from the curse of the law. Amen? Tithing doesn't redeem you from the curse. Tithing blesses you. Amen? In addition. Amen? You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. Bring all the tithes into my storehouse, that there may be food in my house. 
and try me now in this. Part of tithing, the tithe, is trying God with your tithe. Amen? Lord, I try you in this tithe. Amen? I submit this to you, Lord, and I'm trying you in this. I am going to prove you faithful that you open to me the windows of heaven and pour out for me such blessing there's not room enough to receive it, that it trickles upon all my descendants and all my generations after me. Amen? I'm trying you in my tithes today, Lord. The only verse in the Bible where God instructs us to try him in and invites us to try him in is in the 10%. Amen? The tithe. Try me now, and this is the Lord of hosts. If I, that's God, will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And verse 11, the only promise in the Bible, God's going to do something about the thief for your sake. And I personally, God says, will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. That's destroy destruction in any area of your life, health, finances, or family. Your family is preserved through your tithing. Amen? Okay. Get that. Praise God. Yes, Tithers rights. You can't touch my kids. Amen? amen. I that. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Yes. So our tithe serves as our point of contact between us and God. I tithe in faith and I worship Him with the tithe. Amen? Praise God forevermore. Yes. Uh, a word came to Jerry Savelle one time, uh, one of my fathers in the faith, and who we support and we um, partner with, and, the, and he's been in ministry 40 plus years. And the Lord told to him one time in his prayer, he said, with faith in your heart and seed in your hand, you can overcome any situation you'll ever face in this life. With faith in your heart and seed in your hand, you can overcome any situation you'll ever face. And I believe that word to be true. Amen. You need to put action to your faith and giving and tithing and offerings are a great way to do it and honor the Lord. Amen. And God will reciprocate his blessings and perform his part as you walk in obedience and perform yours. Verse 11 says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. That's the thief, John 10, 10, who comes to steal, kill and destroy from you or anyone in your household. So tithing protects your household. Amen. It applies the blood over your whole house. Amen. Tithing places your whole house in covenant with God. Amen. Get off my kid. She has tithers rights because I'm a tither. Amen. Devil, you're rebuked for my sake. And when those words leave your lips, God acts on them. Amen. And performs it on your behalf. Hosea 4.6 says, My people perish and die for lack of knowledge. And the devil takes full opportunity of that lack of knowledge, doesn't he? Yeah. But when you come into fresh revelation and knowledge, the thief's done. Amen? Yes. Say, devil, get off my family. Because I'm a tither from this day forward. It is a strong covenant to have. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes because you're a tither. So that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Again, everything you do is blessed and prosperous. It'll come around. Just wait on God. Keep tithing, amen? It'll come your way. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Says the Lord of hosts, that's the Lord of Seboeth, heaven's armies. The Lord of hosts is referenced and pertaining to the tithe 22 times. He wants you to get this. He wants us to get that the whole disposal, the armies of heaven are at the tither's disposal and back. Amen. That's how strong a covenant the tithe is. 
Amen? And you ought to be aware of that when you tithe. That, hey, heaven's backing me and my household up right now because I'm a tither. The innumerable company of angels floods into my house when I tithe. I'm an obedient citizen of heaven. Amen? And I just made my whole family citizens through my obedience. Amen? If they're under my household and I'm a tither, they have equal partakers. They have equal rights. Amen? And praise God, this is a tithing ministry. Amen? Tithers' rights. Amen? Hallelujah. What great rights to have. (laughs) Especially in this horrible time in which we live out there in the world. Horrible for them, but blessed for us in the kingdom. Amen? The world gets darker and darker, but we get brighter and brighter, the Bible says. Amen? So praise God for tithers' rights that protects my household and anyone under my roof, which is really his anyway. He's the head of thy house. Amen? It's his roof. It's his house. He just made me a steward. He just called me and found me faithful. Amen? Praise God. Say tithers' rights. Tithers' rights. rights. Amen. Tithers' rights. Because when the heat's on, I go to my tithers' rights. When Satan's trying to attack my kid, I go to my tithers' rights. Tithers' rights. Get your hand off, and it'll clear up. Amen. The Lord has been faithful to heal every one of us all the time. He's been faithful to prosper us and every one of our needs, all five of us, all the time. Not one need unmet. Amen? Praise God. He always comes through, doesn't he? He's always on time. Whether I want it sooner or later, he's always right on time. And he's always faithful. Say amen, somebody. Amen. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land. Well, if you have neighbors from other nations that have moved to this nation, they ought to see you rising, rising, rising up higher, 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 higher still and see the blessing on your life because you're a tither. Amen? They should see the blessing of Abraham on you. Something's different about them. Amen? They just keep getting new stuff. They live in a healthy whole house. There's peace in their house. I never hear them yell. What's going on? Well, they're tithers. They're connected to the blessing of Abraham. Amen? Praise God for tithing houses. Amen? Say, I'm a tithing house. Amen. For you will be a delightful land. Tithing will make you delightful. Amen. (laughs) Another promise of the tither is you'll be delightful. Amen. God will make you a delightful land. Says the Lord of hosts, the Lord of Sabaoth, heaven's armies again. Amen. Hallelujah. Did anyone get something from this message? Praise God. Say, I receive it. And now I'll do it. Lord, show me where to tithe. Amen, amen. Well, thank you for joining us online today. Uh, We love you guys and we bless you. And I pray you prosper like no other in 2020. The year of supernatural increase. The year of great exchange and great change. Amen. Say it with me. Great change. Great change. Is coming my way today. I expect new things. Every morning I wake up. The blessing of the Lord is upon me. And my entire family. I'm connected to the blessing. And so is my house. Through my obedience to tithe. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to honor you with what you've given me. I bless you for everything. And I worship you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
Amen. All right. Thanks for being with us today. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Victory dance. Amen. Love you guys.